That's right, folks. Waiting, waiting, waiting. That is the name of the game for the next four or five months as we begin the official offseason of Texas football. It's going to be a good one, though. Don't get it wrong. And this is another edition, the official first edition of the offseason Bevo Boys. My name is Crane Branch, Joe Scalen, on the other side of this microphone. Excited to see what stories come out during the months of January all the way to July, Joe, because the Texas Longhorns don't make life very easy. It's going, I'm, I can guarantee you there's going to be some crazy developments in the next six months, five, six months, and I am here for it. Hey, I'm excited. Um, Some big news since we were last on, and I, like you said, official first, uh, First episode, but we did have the BBs. That was fun. Yes, we did. That was fun. If you haven't all the winners, if you haven't, once again. If you haven't heard uh, that episode, definitely go check that out. Uh, a lot of lot of good awards. Good good people winning good awards. So, um, yeah, we love you, Anthony Cook. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you look at some of the news that's come out. We're going to talk about Chris Jackson being hired as the wide receivers coach. I think that's a great hire, honestly. I know some oh, yeah. people have the reservations, and we can talk about that. But I think it's a great hire. We also, you know. We get we got the real AD, you know, <laughs> the AD that played for OU, not the real AD, AD Mitchell, that's, that's the right, real baby. AD. So he comes to us from Georgia, and then we'll talk some recruiting. Um, on three hates Texas, they hate us because they ain't us, and uh, they dropped Arch from the number one spot. Yeah, their booty hurt. Those, which everybody everybody is now that so it's, it's now that it's real because it's real now. He's there. He's got the, he's got the student he ID and in. everything. Yeah, he, the it's, student well, ID. Well, he, he might keeps, not have the student losing. ID. Yeah, I was gonna say he might not have the student ID. Who <laughs> yeah. knows at this point? But it's real. It's here now, and everybody's upset the fact that you know he's wearing the burnt orange, and so you know I'm glad we have him. I am mm. also glad we have him. Let's start. Let's start with the Chris Jackson news. That's pretty fresh. So, Chris Jackson was the wide receivers coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who recently were just uh, beaten by the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round. Um, feel bad for Trevor Lawrence, because I thought he had him going until Agnew dropped the ball. That was upsetting. Yeah. I was really rooting for Trevor Lawrence. I like him. I like him. He's a good guy. Likes ping. Fun fact. He, he's, he, he, doesn't, <laughs> he does enjoy golf. He does enjoy ping clubs. I, you know, it was funny. I was thinking about that. The other, I'm glad you mentioned that. I was thinking about that the other day when he was playing. I was like, I wonder if he still has that set or if he's upgraded. I'd be shocked <laughs> if he's upgraded, but like, if he has, good for him. You'd but be shocked if he upgraded. I'd be shocked yeah. if he hadn't upgraded. Well, they, it's just, well that I mean, I, I guess you're right with the new contracts and every now that he's in the league, actually, he's that a would make a difference. But he is a millionaire. <laughs> he might have been a millionaire at Clemson. We're not sure, but uh, <laughs> regardless, <laughs> I wonder if he's committed to the game of golf like he's led on to believe i don't know but anyways i was just thinking about that good old trevor good old trevor well we uh we got chris jackson from the jaguars and he comes in here he's a 10-year nfl veteran coached in the league for five played for five so he's got you know experience as an nfl wide receiver he knows what it takes to make it to the nfl and we have him 
I think this is a great hire, Creighton. I some people have said they want to see how he recruits. Me personally, I don't think it's that hard to recruit, especially if he send if he's sending players to the league on a daily on a yearly basis, however long right. he's going to be here. You don't need to do much for recruiting. Just pull out the list of names. Go, hey, oh yeah, remember these guys? Uh, <laughs> league, league, lead. Oh, first round, second round, first round, third round. And if I'm a high school prospect, I go, oh, well, okay then. Heck yeah. So, what do you think? Yeah, no, like, I was going to say, like, how many times have you seen an NFL coach, regardless of how they've worked out, in college football. But how many times have you seen an NFL coach of any sort go down to the, the college ranks and not be able to get guys? It usually always works out that way because they have the experience. Uh, you know, for one, like Nick Saban, who jumped to Miami and then that didn't work out, came back to Alabama or came back to college to Alabama. Uh, everybody knows his story now. And guys like that, you know, Plenty of that's just that's the best example, but there's been plenty of other ones, and so I think I think the recruiting aspect is gonna be fine because it's not like he's coming off a regardless of how like Jacksonville's overall record was, uh, they still made the playoffs, they won the division, and it was obvious that what he was able to do with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones this year. I mean, he's like. He's the reason that Trevor Lawrence really, really, really had a great year is because they got those receivers in and Jackson coached them up. And I believe I have, yeah, Jackson coached only one, coached one of only three receiving units in the NFL to have two players with 80 plus receptions. And that was Kirk and Jones. So I, I think this is great for Steve Sarkeesian. I told you the other day, every time that I try to get out. They always pull me right back in. And that's the problem is that now Texas has got – it was, one, it's the hire they wanted. And, two, this is the hire that I think that uh, is really – think about the wide receiver class that's coming in. There's there's going to be in, incredibly high expectations, probably more so than we had for – because we had pretty high expectations for the running running back room even you know after their i guess non-existent play in washington i mean in the alma bowl but i mean outside of arch and quinn i mean we're gonna be like yo the wide receiver class has got to get it to like this this is it man like these guys are stuck and they got jackson this is a top three wide receiver room you know not to mention what he did with you know uh not char charts not there anymore but waited with christian kirk and um Zay Jones, he was with Chicago for the four years prior to last year. He helped Darnell Mooney record his first 1,000-yard season in 2021, and that was with Justin Fields. That's cool. And I'll tell you what. Hey, no. I can attest. What? Get get this. Wait wait for this. In 2020, he helped Allen Robinson lead all Bears receivers with 102 receptions, 1,213 yards, and that was with Mitchell Trubisky as the quarterback. Oh, God. <laughs> so, oh God. so he can he can do some stuff with with talent. And he can coach a, then. He can he can coach. Uh, and I can attest because Robinson 
and Mooney were all my fantasy teams the past two years, and they got me points. So <laughs> it's I can and tell like you that it, it's like true. Like you said, that was with that was with Justin Fields and uh, oh. uh, uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh gosh, Mitchell. Oh Trubisky. Mitchell. Oh Mitch. Oh man. Yeah, Remember no, when he was I in North Carolina? Is, oh man. Yeah, people were all over his stuff, and I think that. I think this is going to work out. I well, I, I think I really hope to, that it works out for Texas because this is the this is the kind of guy you you need. I'm always in favor of getting these dudes from the pros to come down and uh, coach the college ranks, and it also shows you how big of a pool Texas is. The fact that they got somebody from a team that made the divisional round of the playoffs, and most likely Joe is going to be. Uh, expected to probably win the division again next year and maybe even take a leap to win 11, 12 games next year. And he left all that behind to come coach little old eight and five Texas. Okay. For look, what it's there's worth. speculation on Twitter and whatnot. Uh, people are saying he probably is getting paid more at Texas than he was in the no, NFL. That's what they a hundred percent. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's, that's how that shows you the pull that Texas has yeah. because I guarantee you, his contract is more here than it than it is in Jacksonville, yeah, and that goes for anybody though. I think we could pay any. I think ooh, I, I think there's a ton of head coaches that we could pay more than they would get paid in the uh, you know the NFL yeah. and stuff like that. So, <sighs> well, welcome to welcome to the Forty Acres, Chris Jackson. May your he's, may your reign be long and prosperous. He's got a uh, plethora of players, man. Whoa, like, I'm excited to see. I will say this, if you don't now, with him here, and because I'm assuming he's going, if he's not already there at the time of this podcast being uploaded, he's probably going to be there in the next week. By this time, it's still somewhere around January, maybe February 1st, all the way up through off season, through the spring, in the summer, to the first game, all that work. If Xavier Worthy does not make an impact on the field, I don't know what to say about him anymore. <laughs> so uh, at that point, I think it's a it's a him problem more than a coaching. Because right. this program. this room he's got, man, Jackson's got a room of go getters that can fly off the ball. I mean, off the line, and it should be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see what we can do with him. Speaking of wide receivers, we got a new one. Comes to us from the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. If you forgot, the Georgia Bulldogs beat TCU sixty-five to seven. Um, it's always fun to say that. Yeah, they're still doing the hypnotoad. You see that they did a oh, they did a did video they did a video uh, for their basketball team. Again, they they parodied the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when you're when they're on the boat. And like, I mean, the editing is impressive. I'll give their social media team that, but they are really just hammering Hypnotoad. Um, they love it. They love. It. I. I mean, I'll give. It looks kind of cool. I'll, I mean, I'll say that. I just don't know what's the, like, what are we getting at now? Like, it's not like, like, what are we doing? Like, are we hypnotoding for being, you know? We need hypnohorns. Uh, like, is every time you win, you're just gonna be like the power of the Hypnotoad? Like yeah, every time every, you every win. Time, like, yeah. uh, like, I don't know where we're getting that there, but good for them, I guess. Anyways, from Georgia, we get wide receiver E.D. Mitchell. He's six foot four, 190 pounds, had a pretty good season with Georgia, was expected to probably be the number one or two receiver this coming year for Georgia. So that's impressive, and here he comes over our neck of the woods. Honestly, a lot of Georgia people are leaving. I wonder if something's going on behind the scenes there. 
Um, okay, I doubt it. Well, that, it's just that. weird because, like, like I said, he was expected to be. You you want to know what it probably is, Joe? Is there's probably so much talent on the team that I'm not sure if anyone knows if they're gonna play or not. So maybe. Well, he did get hurt last year, missed nine of ten games after hurting hurting himself against Samford. But I mean, he was projected to be the top wide receiver right. last year too. And so we're getting a talent like that now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm excited. Like, I think that. I mean, what's what's one thing that really, really uh, was obvious this year about Texas was that, you know, you had Xavier Worthy for whatever he was, um, but you knew the talent. You were at least we believe the talents there just didn't work out the same as it did last year as this year. So, but you have him, and then it's like, oh, do we really have like we got Jordan Whittington, and he's awesome. And then, like, you know, like, what else are you going to do? You know, and Quinn, you, I mean, Quinn, you were showed that. I mean, he was just having just trouble finding some guys. And so I think that the most, the the best guy, like, if you could just get a solid three core around Quinn, and I believe that this could be it, Xavier, AD, and Jordan, I think that could really help Quinn out. Because at this point, that's the whole, that's the whole situation here, is how can we help Quinn Ewers play football, which is crazy that i'm saying it like that but it's true and i you know he's six foot four man like you've seen there's plays that you can go look up on youtube where you're like that's good like that's a really 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 good you know route or a good run a good catch you know this guy's got speed he's tall um i'm pretty sure that you know he's only he's pretty still young so he's good like this would probably be the year he grows into his body might get up to 200 pounds we'll see um but I think that he has a chance to be a real nice sleeper for Texas this upcoming year. Uh, and, Joe, if, if Xavier doesn't get his stuff together, AD could be the number one option. Mm, I don't know. See, well, don't maybe, know. maybe as an X receiver, but um, right, Isaiah right, exactly. Nayer's coming back too. Uh, he's, see? He's projected see, that's for, right. Uh, oh, August. my gosh, you're right. He's starting to do some wind sprints, so, you know. There's no excuses. We have the whole torn. offensive line coming back. Jonathan Brooks is a very yeah. capable running back with the number one running back in the 2023 class also behind him and Jaden Blue in front of him as well. So And Keelan Robinson. So literally, there is no excuses for Quinn this year. I don't think there's any excuses for Texas to not be in the Big 12 title game. Oh, I can't. Uh, like, look, here, here, Here's the deal. I still, like, I get it. Like, TCU, great. Like, fantastic. They lost everybody. I don't even want to hear about them. Yeah, I get it. Like, but like, you can't convince me that they're actually more talented than Texas. No. I don't, not and definitely not now. Like you said, they're have, all their guys are gone. But and they lost their 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 they're losing their dude dudes. You know, they're losing their guys that led the whole team, Max and uh, all their other offensive weapons and stuff like that. And then Oklahoma. Oklahoma is the only one. Where I'm like, okay, like what are they gonna do? But it looks like Oklahoma is kind of reeling. Um, took a step back see if they can like go for it again yeah and then oklahoma state obviously is in shambles oh yeah (laughs) it is not working out it's not working out the way they wanted to alan bowman is about to be a cowboy i guarantee you i know you're going to get playing time but pokes fans that will not work out for you i can't imagine that it would so you have that and you have kansas is going to be back probably just being kansas kansas Uh, state will be 
decent again. Yeah, can't. But Kansas uh, even State's they're losing. They be, lose in Deuce. Yes, exactly. They're, they're losing they're some losing guys. They're Howard, losing, maybe. Yeah, they're they're losing their guys. I mean, Baylor's Baylor. Uh, you start going down the list, and you're just like, golly, like who who else other than maybe like Oklahoma, of course, is returning almost everybody, especially like in terms of the skills, the skill uh, spots, like. Nobody now, and and is loading up. Now too. the one like, thing we have to remember is we are getting Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston, and BYU. So I'll tell you what I uh, think about them. Yeah, well, uh, get ready to play I, them. Get ready to play them all on the road this year. Um, that's is that be, what the schedule is? I don't know, but I have a feeling that's why that's the joke. That's why people are saying it's taking so long to try and figure out how they can make all of those road games for Texas and Oklahoma. Yes. So yeah, I wouldn't put it past. Them. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Cincinnati's kind of reeling too. They just got a new coach. Yeah, UCF Cincinnati will be a, a tough game yeah. if we play them. And then Houston, same same thing. I think it's just you know old rivalry there. And then BYU. We won't mention the last time we played BYU. I was there for that game. You were there for that game. Yeah. yeah Taysom Hill. Yeah, it was. It was. It was cold and it was not fun. Not. Fun. And it was no. awful watching Hill. He just. Every time you got the ball, you just knew it was going to be a break for like 60 yards, and that's when you realized like this program's in shambles. But we're back. We're kind of we're back. back. We're, we're okay. back to yeah, we're yeah, back we're, to relevance. Yeah, we're not and back, so but we're, we're we're doing we're doing a lot better. The thing so. is, is like with with an AD Mitchell, like Texas continues to get guys that I have a hard time believing are bad players, you know, because the problem is, is like you get these recruits. Or these transfers, and they look great, and then they get to Texas, and they're not so great. I have a hard time believing that that is just a oh, well, these are their this is their true colors. No, I think I think that these guys are actually really talented. Can Texas find a way to get them involved? One, develop them too. Uh, that's going to be the test. I don't think Ad Mitchell is a bad player at all. No matter where on the list he was going to be in terms of depth on Georgia. I mean, you see, you see, like I said, go to YouTube, watch some of his catches, even in the past, just the few that he had this year. I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. This dude's a good player. And so Texas can't find a way to get him like to a level where like he, he's a reliable number two. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man, this, these Nayer, Worthy, Mitchell, Whittington, Sanders. I mean, Joe, like, that's yeah. plenty. Yeah, and a lot of NFL talent, possibly, on the Longhorns roster. I can see them all going to the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, Creighton, it's conference championships this Sunday, and you know what? What better time to win some money? Now, give me a dramatic movie trailer music right now. Just just for this first part here. Right here. Right here. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Dramatic, yes, like it, yeah, huh? Huh? Oh, is that me? Are you asking me? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. Well, okay, back to the normal music. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets Instantly, 
Not a new customer? It's okay, neither am I. You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped up same game parlays. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Take your shot and even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Oh, that's pretty good. And, you know, with these games, Cowboys lost. That, uh, that's a We won't talk about that. But, you know, the game that I'm really interested in, Cincinnati, Kansas City. Feels like these two are just destined to meet each other on the battlefield over and over and over for the next, like, five to ten years. Fine by me. Yeah. I got Joe Burrow. Who do you got? I was going to say Patrick, but I'm leaning more towards Cincinnati the more we get closer to the games, honestly. Um, Depends on what Joe Burrow wears to the game. He, he's got drip, That's a good man. point. He, he's, got, he's got a lot of drip. Better so. send those refunds. Boo. <laughs> That dude makes I wanna anything sound cool. I want to be Joe Burrow. Cool. He's so cool. I was going to say, that dude Ugh. makes anything sound cool. Like, better said, anybody could say that and be like, yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but he says it and it's like, yo, yeah, that's so baller. <laughs> like, you're like that's that's a good one. And so, no, I definitely, uh, leaning towards some, getting closer to leaning towards Cincinnati, even though I think overall Kansas City has the uh, better team. Not drugged up, Macaulay Culkin is a pretty cool quarterback. So oh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Congrats on that read. Thank you. Good one. Let's talk about this on three recruiting rankings and their final on 300 rankings <sighs> because Arch Manning is now on campus at the 40 acres losing his ID once. I think the other one was fake. Honestly. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure the other one was fake. I can't yeah. imagine that happening. Again. Got put in your wallet. Arch just got put in the wallet. Uh, and maybe that's why they dropped him. I don't know. But Arch Manning, who was the number one recruit for the longest, longest time dropped to number three. Behind Tennessee quarterback signee Nico Iamaliva. Leavea. Dang, good job. That's it, right? <laughs> Oh, my God. You rolled right through that. I'm pretty sure you did. Heck, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, we've we've uh, upgraded a long way from Tua Tungavailoa. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm not going to even try DJ that one uh, so. not gonna, not gonna try that one again. But he's first. And then Keon Keeley is uh the number two he's going to alabama he's a the top edge rusher so i just think this is bias against texas personally i just don't see how you have a guy in first the whole year nothing really changes too much and then all of a sudden oh oh, you're number three i think they're just they're salty they're upset they're upset that texas has a great recruiting class returning everybody and texas might actually be good again i think people are threatened when Something they can make fun of might be slipping through their grasp. Because yeah. if Texas gets good again, people aren't going to be able to make fun of Texas. Oh, yeah. It'll and suck. then what are they going to do with their lives? Yeah. And, like, so. I don't want to play that. Like, I always, I always feel weird being those guys. Like, um, you know, when Texas, you know, gets back or uh, yeah. stuff like that. Or being like, everybody's got it out for us, but it's. It's true, man. Like that's the thing. It's 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 true. Um, 
Arch Manning was a number one consensus overall recruiting prospect for years. Years. And there was a point, Joe, where Texas wasn't really even on the board in his in his radar. And over the past year and a half, it's just kind of like the tide has turned. And I think, honestly, Joe, I think a lot of people didn't really believe that it was going to happen. I think a lot of people thought that there was a bunch of smoke being blown up and that it was ultimately going to come back down to, you know, he's going to go to one of these great programs that's winning championships and he's going to do his thing like Quinn Ewers did at Ohio State. And that didn't happen. It got real, real. And then I was just telling you off the before we started, it got super real when not only did he commit, he signed and he enrolled and now he's on campus. And I think that is starting to worry some people. The fact that it is Arch Manning is going to be in a burn orange jersey this I, upcoming year. I'm so sick of people saying he only got his ranking because of his last name. Which is crap because that's so that's funny because he, it, it, it doesn't matter because before, like I said, before he was a Texas commit or even considering Texas – People were like, this dude is legit. Like, you know, whoever's going to, George is going to get, you know, is going to have an unbelievable quarterback or so whoever, whichever college they throw in blank, you know. So, like, now Texas gets somebody who's like, oh, you know what? Arm strength's not really there. He's playing playing a bunch of losers. Losers, like like the equivalent of like a 5A school playing a 1A school, stuff like that. And it's like, no, like, don't go there. You're just upset because – it happened. I mean, the dude, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Trevor Lawrence is either, look up his stat, look up his height for me. What was Trevor Lawrence in high school? Was he 6'4", 220? He was 6'4", maybe 6'3". Trevor was tall. Like, what I'm saying is, Arch Manning is 6'4", 215, man. Like, that is, it's ideal. Yeah. That's and idea. he hasn't even hit a weight. He hasn't hit yeah. a college weight room or a college cafeteria. So he could, he could. Six, I could six. see him. That's right. Trevor Lawrence six six. So there you go. He's oh, six okay. six and around two twenty ish. And yeah. uh, and even he hit the weight room and got a little. I was gonna bigger. say and like so. think about how great of a prospect he was. He's Arch Manning is right there to be possibly an NFL prospect. And I don't understand the whole ranking. But it's funny. I'm looking at their NIL value right now. Joe, he's at 3.7 million, so that must be fun. Jeez. That must be a lot of fun. Well, so, what's it like to make that much money to play a sport? <laughs> Some of these guys are getting like 150k, 130k, I think 150k. I think 130k. I, know, I think to... 20k. Eugene Wilson the third, who's going to Florida, is getting ninety-four thousand dollars, and he's wow. ranked number thirty-two. Good for him. Golly, Jelani McDonald, who's the forty-one ranked. Uh, player, and he is—he's an athlete, and he's coming for us. To yeah. us, he's mm-hmm. getting 120 grand. Anyway, that's a rabbit hole to go down another day. But oh my right. God, Anthony Hill's getting half a million too. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna stop looking at that. But yeah, Arch Manning, uh, I'm excited to see what he can do, and I think it's gonna now. Here's a topic, Joe. On to this. The cloud for Quinn Ewers is probably it. I I I wonder if it's there or not in terms of. I'm telling you right now, Arch Manning will redshirt this year. Okay, he'll play in his little four games, you know, because they get four. 
before they lose the red shirt. Right. He'll play in them. He'll play in Rice. He'll play in Wyoming. <laughs> and then maybe if we're blowing the hell out of somebody else, he'll play there too. Right. But they are going to sit him. They are going to get him bigger. They are going to give him a year to develop under the playbook. And then they're going to unleash him on the world in 2024. <laughs> and God help whatever conference we're in in 2024. Because I think there's nothing more dangerous than a kid getting a chance to learn everything, absorb everything, get bigger, develop. Dude's probably still going through puberty, man. Probably maybe he has one more year before he gets fully developed, man. I didn't develop until like sophomore year of college. So, I mean, getting that extra year to sit and, and you know, let everything catch up and get that, get that knowledge and stuff, it's, it's invaluable. And so if there is a cloud over Quinn, you said, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's Malik, it's Malik Murphy. Really? That's the cloud. So if Quinn Ewers, you're telling yeah. me, let me get, let me make sure I got this right. Yeah. Quinn Ewers starts the season. Yeah. We win the games. Uh huh. Maybe we lose the well. We lose. Let's say we win everything but the Alabama the first like three four games. Okay. But he's played awful, like he did the last half of the season. You you're saying that he shouldn't be worried about Arch Manning replacing him. He should be worried about Malik Murphy coming in and yep. replacing. Him. Okay. Yep. Okay. I think, well, we've already talked about how athletic Malik is. Oh, he can he's great. Sling it. He can sling it, and he can run. That's something Quinn can't do, really. So Hey, Quinn can sling it, man. He can uh, sling it. He yeah. can't run. No, no, he can't. He barely runs. <laughs> and I know, I guess, you know, Stark's scheming and whatnot isn't built for a running quarterback, but God, it'd be nice to be able to scramble out of there and get some yards instead of Quinn just sitting there and taking another sack. So... I think I think the pressure's on for Quinn, especially with the targets he has now, the weapons he has now, the whole offensive line coming back. If he's sucking these first few games, I 100% think we see Malik. And if we don't see Malik and we end up losing some games we shouldn't, then now, Sark, you're going to find yourself on the hot seat because people are not going to be as forgiving, let's put it that way, with a quarterback who has already played a year and has all of those weapons on the offense, and then we still can't win. So, you, that's fair. Unless we're losing, unless we're losing like 48-45, because the offense put up 45, but the defense is just in shambles. Oh god! I then, hope, I hope then that's not that the might case. be okay. I hope that's not the case. If, but uh, then it's okay. But if it's if it's like the TCU game where all we're doing is putting up three points with those weapons, which is the Sark's game going to have to make a switch. Which is the game that a lot of people are alluding to when they're talking about, hey, Quinn Ewers has that cloud over his head this year with Arch coming in and da 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 da. Let's say we start full pad practices, and Arch Manning is just unbelievably great. Uh, like is is not like they're fully developed, but he's clearly playing the Quinn Ewers. You're saying still sit him and all that jazz. What do you do at that point? Because there is, there is, and and I don't think it's out of the possibility, Joe. I I I don't think it's out of the possibility, but I don't think it's going to happen. I will say that. But there is a chance somewhere that Quinn Ewers stays stagnant, and Arch Manning comes in like the number one recruit that we know that he is, and you just see him in practice. You go, "Whoa, this dude's just better." What do you do then? 
don't know, man. Now, full disclosure. I expect Craig back in Ewers, the day, it's an easy red shirt for Arch. Oh no, hundred percent. And like I, th- I just still like think McCoy red shirted in 05. Yeah, yeah, no. And I like honestly, like, like full disclosure, like ninety five percent sure that's exactly what's going to happen. And I'm like ninety five percent sure that you're going to see a Quinn Ewers that's going to be unrecognizable in terms of so much improvement from year one to year two. I seriously think that's going to happen. I think he's going to be so. comfortable. I think he's going to have the, his weapons. Uh, he's obviously going to be one of the leaders on the team, even as a sophomore, which is crazy. But he is, and he's got you know he's got the same system. He's not having to change systems like a lot of these guys have done over the past years. It's the same system. I think you'll see a I think you'll see a jump in Quinn Ewers' game. Now, with that being said, there's also there's a slight chance that that doesn't happen. And then I wonder if that's where we, if Arch Manning is showing off in the spring game or pad practice like what do you do then do you say well maybe we should like let's see what we got here but i don't know man like like because that's i i just i i just don't want to be disappointed again that's all yeah i don't i don't want to be disappointed i don't want to be disappointed either so we'll have to wait and see and we'll get our first chance to look at them in the orange and white game that was announced that it will be April 15th at DKR Stadium. Uh, they have a whole weekend experience coming out Heck here. Heck yeah, we I bet they have baseball, right? Made in Austin weekend, softball, not, not baseball. Oh, no baseball this time. No baseball. But the softball's a top 10 team, so good yep. enough. Yeah, national runner-up from last year. That is which, true. I'm sorry. I We're not a softball podcast, and I hope our softball team does well. Oklahoma's going to smoke everybody. <laughs> Thanks for that they, one, Joe. They they reload. They didn't even. It's not even rebuilding. They just fucking reloaded, dude. There's some like, like well, there's just some sports that are like that. We do the same thing in in swimming. Men swimming and dust. So we do this, and you know what? It's honestly a hundred times worse in the swimming than it is in in, in softball. I mean, softball, there, you have a chance. There's softball, usually there's any, almost any no day. doubt that Texas is going to lose in swimming, and it hasn't happened in a long time. So yeah, as long as I've been alive, so. Growing. Rowing, we're going to take that Ivy League. Champions in volleyball, I mean, so, like, yeah. Like, this team, you know, but that's cool. Like, softball. So, yeah, softball that weekend. Um, There's also going to be, like, live music, food, beverages, art installations. Who are they getting for? uh... (laughs) And most importantly, the Texas Longhorns. Well, no shit, Texas (laughs) Longhorn website. uh, I would hope they'd be there. Does it say who they're getting for the Longhorn City Limits? I'm assuming that's what it is. No, they do not have. I wonder if it's uh, Flo Rida. I wonder if they're bringing him back. That'd be wild. And uh, what? The game. Is the game. Everything's free. Get Ah! this. Get this. Nebraska is charging people to go to their spring game. They always do. But would you pay ten dollars to go to a glorified scrimmage? No, that's a that's a dance. No. That's a dance of the devil that I'm no, not ready for. They get for like there. thirty to fifty thousand people to go though. $10 well, sure, but it's I honestly twenty dollars. They have the game, or twenty dollars if you want to sit the club seats. Let this next generation ro- rotate through, and then we'll see how many people show up. You still got some of the, you got some guys that are still there that remember the good old days that are like we're going, like we're supporting this team, like. Give it about if they if they're charging in fifteen years, I would like to see what their attendance is going to look like at the spring game. 
you don't they, understand these people these people are crazy they love the huskers and it's they insane. do it's you're nuts. right they do love them and they hype them up and that's fine we do the same thing here they're not going to be good so they can watch all the spring games they want to i got it and it's matt rule it's a first year head coach everybody's going to be excited we were there right for the for the Tom Herman year, was it the Tom Herman year after 2019? Was it that was the year right after they'd won the Sugar Bowl? Yep. And like it was like we were hyped. It yeah. was hyped. It was the first game that it was, was the first fun. time Texas had ever made it. A, hey, so we, it was we a, it was a we went to the baseball great. game. It was a night game, Joe, which was a huge deal because it was it like was cold. It was freezing <laughs> and like it was under the lights and they're like you know Sam was you know doing it was he was going to come back and do his thing and. Uh, it was honestly a terrible spring game because it was so damn windy and cold oh, yeah. that no one did anything. But that's the thing. It's like, think about how many people came to there. Was, there was a lot of people for that there game. There were a lot of people there. And so I get it. Like, I'm not faulting anyway for coming and supporting their team. I'm just telling you right now. Nebraska, I just don't expect anything from them. But I will say that I think – I wonder how many snaps Malik Murphy is going to get. But he's I, the number two. He's gonna he is. The, I would like. That's what I'm wondering because, like, now you're now. I, this is my question: How many snaps are you actually gonna give Arch? But how many snaps are you actually gonna give your number two? Because like Malik is the number two guy, but ever like everybody. Not only does everybody want to see him, I think the coaches. Oh, I, I think they would love to see what he's like gonna do with these guys. Yeah. And then yeah. obviously, but if you ask me, man, I think Quinn Ewers. I think Quinn Ewers needs to play the whole game. De- if Arch so. torches first team defense with the second string. Then, then yeah. you're like, does he need a red shirt? I know that's the problem. But if you ask me, man, I think Quinn Ewers like needs to play the entire game. I don't think he's, yeah. I don't think he's earned the right to say, well, I'm only playing a half and, sit- and sitting. I think he needs as many reps as possible. Oh, and so, um, I love these games. I love the spring game. I don't know why I do, but I do love the spring game. It's a lot I love of fun. And uh, it's even- a good time. It's a good time. It's you know, there's no pressure. Because you're, right. you're not losing, you're not winning, you're losing. Um, so it's just a time to celebrate and enjoy the horns and get out and watch some football for free. For those who can't really go to you know Texas games because it's expensive as shit, they can <laughs> yes. go. They can go to. A, they can go experience DKR for free, and I think that's really awesome. And they don't charge like certain teams. And that's why everyone just goes to Haymarket and just gets drunk and watches it on TV. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think they watch it on TV. Like, we have it on, but like, we don't right. even like, we're like, oh, okay. And yeah, like, oh. ugh. I, ugh. I will be curious to see what the Cornhuskers do with Matt Rule yeah. because it'll be, it'll be very interesting. But Speaking a lot of, of baseball. Oh, oh, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, man, a lot of eyes, a lot of eyes are going to be on this, on Steve Sarkeesian and his team this year because they didn't get worse. They definitely didn't get worse. And, uh, there's, I just, I, I cannot, like, I look at the schedule. I was talking to you about this the other day. I just, I can't for some, unless somebody like gets severely injured, but that's like, you can't like, you knock on wood. No, yeah. Knock on wood there. Like you, like you can't attest for that. But like, other than that, I can't look at the schedule and these players and be like, oh man, like this team, like should like shouldn't at least win like 10 or like maybe 11 like they should like like there's like i cannot wrap my head around them losing or winning sorry winning less than double digit wins 10 games like seriously Uh, 10 wins is the goal it should be more but 10 wins is the goal at least so 
But real quick before we go, spe- it's oh, game's at 1 p.m. April 15th, uh, by the way. So game, afternoon game. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but, I like uh, that spe- Speaking of Texas baseball, we had brought them up. Um, me and Creighton will be in Austin March 11th. To watch the underrated Longhorns. To watch the underrated Longhorns take on the Manhattan Jaspers. Oh, my God. Is that like Manhattan? What Manhattan, what Manhattan like are we the, talking the about? Manhattan. Like Manhattan. Oh, the Manhattan. It's a small private school. Oh, wow. What a trip. Gonna, oh, boy. It's going to be an interesting game. But, um, yeah, so if you, uh, you listen to the podcast, you're like, hey, I'm in Austin or around the area. I want to hang out with Joe and Creighton and you know, yeah. drink with Joe. <laughs> I'm the only one who drinks out of the two of us. Um, then you hit us up. DM us. Reply. Yeah. Do something. Pop out We'd love to see, to see the you. We'd love to meet y'all. Especially me. I'm in Nebraska, so I don't really ever get to, you know, come down to Texas very much. So it'd be a, uh, it'd be cool to you know meet some of the some of the people who uh, support us on the show. And we appreciate your support as always, of course. And yeah, I mean, who wouldn't love a trip to Austin, right? I mean, a little day trip to Austin, right in the middle of South by Southwest. I don't know how smart this was to, <laughs> to do this, but uh, you'll feel it. I, I think we'll be okay. Uh, you'll I feel think it we'll though. Be okay. Oh, I'm going to feel it. Yeah, you, you'll notice that there's a lot of people there. Oh. The traffic will be out the way. It, 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 it ramps up pretty bad. It's pretty crazy. So should we even stop in the stop. city? No, or? no, oh, stop okay. that. that oh, does, oh. I'm not saying that. No, you're just going to feel it, but that doesn't mean to stop doing what you're going to do. No, that's not. Don't be oh, okay. a wuss. I'm going to say because, no. like, you know, it's a day game, so we go, you know, no, we're gonna, check no. out some Austin, eat some good food. Matt's, I got to go to Matt's El Rancho. I keep seeing Occupy Left Field. I keep seeing Mark talk about I that. I have seen that. I have seen him talk about it. And those all margaritas the time. do look good. I just listen. Give me my voodoo donuts. I'm good, man. That that for some reason that Austin location because it sits right on Sixth Street. It's it's a blast. I absolutely love it. And they got oh, this. They got this new donut. Do you, and so do you, do you want to get home before midnight? Don't take me to Sixth Street. What are you doing? <laughs> you gonna start? Are you going? You going to get loaded at three in the afternoon, Joe? Well, Actually, I mean, never mind. That, I'm hoping we. That, hit, I'm hoping Mark lets us hang out with them in left field again. We did that in 2019. That was a lot of fun. I saw him uh, in Omaha uh, this past uh, this past you year. Talk to him? Um, you know, we uh, we did all we all did a fireball shot together. That was oh, fun. there you go. And so. Megan might be there. Might hit her up see if she's going to be in town. And but, yeah, shout um, out to all of them for liking our our Bevo boys. Yeah, uh, seriously. Awards. Yeah. Um, yeah, Doc Allen even thought we were hilarious. I'm like, dude, you don't have to lie. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so we know we have extremely awful takes, but you know, it's <laughs> like, come, yeah, pop out to see your two favorite degenerates um, who talk about Texas football. And let's be honest, by that time, that's a March game. That's only about yep. a month and a half away. We'll be drinking. The, I'm already drinking it. I'm drinking the Kool Aid already. Oh like, yeah, we still weren't gonna drink the Kool Aid this year. It's hard not to. Like I told you, they just keep pulling you back in. How could you? Like, listen. I just start naming all. I just have to. All I have to do is this. I have to go. Nayer, Whittington, <laughs> Worthy, Baxter, Mitchell, uh, Brooks, uh, Blue. Uh, no, he's transferring, right? Is Jane Blue? Transferring? No, no, okay, no, no, he's no, no. That was Blue. fake. That was, that was fake. fake. Blue, uh, Robinson. Ewers, Manning, Murphy. I'm not even. I haven't even got. I haven't even got. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't Campbell. even got to the line yet. 
And then Major I definitely just... and I definitely I haven't even so we got all that and then like you go on the other side of the of the def, you know on the defensive side and you got everybody there just to, not to waste any more time but it, there's just this team man they are they are a ten plus win team this yeah. is a conference championship team if you can't get it done. I'm not sure, especially in a year like this that's probably going to be coming up where even if Oklahoma's quote-unquote back to themselves, I still don't think they're going to be as good as they once were. And everybody else clearly isn't that great. Can you seriously not get there? Can you seriously not get there with this talent? Then I will have questions starting with Steve Sarkeesian and then trickling down from there. 100% agree with you, Creighton. So there you go, folks. Spring game, April 15th, 1 p.m. Hang out with the Bevo boys and Occupy Left Field. 1 p.m., March 11th. Go Longhorns. Heck yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. I'm excited. It'll be ranked by then. I haven't been to Austin since that spring game. God, really? So, yeah. I've been to Austin like four times since that. Oh, it was so cool. All right. (laughs) So, um, that'll do it for us for another week. Always remember, the eyes of Texas are upon you. And hope. (laughs) 